Action. Hello and welcome to another episode of Your Average Critics, joined once again by Obi and Chris. Uh, today we're going to talk action movies, after last week we talked about comedy. Uh, so I guess we'll discuss actors, directors, actresses and films that we would probably you know, put above all else and maybe in, in a Hall of Fame type thing. Um, but first of all, I just wanted to kind of get your descriptions of what you considered an action movie like how did you because last week we talked about the other guys which was an action comedy so how do you separate action from the plethora of other genres that it's often put with what was your criteria obi i was gonna say if well the way i would differentiate action from action comedy is that i suppose with action comedies i think um there's a conscious effort to make jokes Whereas an action can also be funny, but there's it's like a there's no obvious effort to make it funny. Like funny things just might happen if that makes yeah. any sense. Yeah. So like something like um, I'm trying to think of a good example. Like I suppose you could say Fast and Furious. I think. Yeah. Is like uh, is like I would say more action than comedy. Yeah. But then yeah. something like the other guys, there is action in it, but there's a conscious effort to make people laugh. Yeah. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Chris, do you agree with that? I think he's muting himself. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think there's a, there's a main story, there's the main genre and then there's like a subgenre. And I think other guys, main genre would be comedy, subgenre action, and then like Die Hard, main, main story would be action and then the sub genre there was any comedy I, I don't actually think i've watched all of die hard so yeah uh, i mean i think a lot of you know not i say a lot but often you find in action films if it's aimed towards maybe a slightly younger audience then the moments of action will maybe kind of be bookended a bit with a little bit of light relief you know just because it can get quite intense uh, particularly like your fast and furiouses when you've got like tyrese gibson giving a little quip um yeah. things like that i mean i i agree with you um i tried to be quite um strict with what i included in action because action is one of those things that i mean most films have some sort of action in right so even like your toy stories there'll be a little chase or something which you can describe as action but no one's ever going to describe toy story as an action film so my criteria was where the emphasis lay in the plot so like you said the other guys heavy focus on comedy but there is some action um i know you mentioned in the chat terminator um that was one which i sort of toyed with because yeah it's it's an action film but it's a sci-fi film as well yeah so i don't again for for, for me it was like what was the main thrust of the plot was it the sci-fi or was it just that was the plot just make some cool action and for me i kind of leaned a bit more towards the sci-fi but that's why I think this is quite a good category because you can literally argue the toss about any of it you know you've got action thrillers action horrors action comedy you know even some kind of comedy rom-coms have a bit of action in them like night and day or you know like bounty hunter things like that so I sort of focused on films where for in my opinion, the set pieces of the action were more important than the plot. 
um, which meant I watched a lot of films which either made little or no sense, um, or there were just massive plot holes, or, yeah. you know, if you, you could sum up the plot in about a second. So that's where I went with it, but I'll be interested to see where you guys go. Um, but I think you mentioned Fast and Furious. I would definitely include those films as action. I'm not suggesting they are kind of all of fame but what what do you think did you put any of those in just based on pure i don't know numbers you know there's ten, eight, the nine films I kind of, but when thinking of this year i feel like action films um often are like franchises so i was thinking like i would probably wouldn't put um any of them individually in a hall of fame but maybe as like a collection Maybe they're worthy of a shout, I would say, in the okay. you know, in a home type thing. But yeah, I don't know. I was because I watched. Um, I've only seen. I've seen four of them. I've seen the first one, second one. No, I've seen five of them. First, second, third, fifth, and the eighth one. I think the last one that came out, and then Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, if you count Hobbs and Shaw, yeah, that is that as well. I mean, uh, the, the Fast franchise is is a really kind of interesting one because the first three were pure kind of racer yeah it was cars and girls it was you know souping up a car racing it to win the win the guy's car you know that sort of thing like if you've ever played Need for Speed. yeah yeah there was i think paul walker was originally a cop and yeah. there was some sort of police plot but it was the heavy focus was on the cars and then after tokyo drift there was the fourth one, which I think is my favourite, is Fast and Furious. Um, it was a bit more towards like family and like a bit of like a crimey plot. That was that kind of came to the fore a bit more. And then the action sequences as the films went on just got even more ridiculous. Like which which is the one where the rock punches a torpedo? That's number eight. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of our that's one of my favourite things ever, to be honest. But I think that's, for me, that's what makes a good action film is even if the set pieces are just ridiculous, so you've got to suspend your disbelief, but it's it's probably the only genre of film, maybe horror as well, where the actual quality of the acting and the filmmaking doesn't really matter too much, because if you've got some cool fight scenes, you know, and some good stunts, you're probably going to say, yeah, that film was sick. Whereas if I said, oh, well, how was... Vin Diesel's acting or you know did you believe that um you know Ludacris got into his character or whatever you'd be like no <laughs> yeah. that's fair so would that's would fair. it would you put any of those actors in uh, in a hall of fame oh see I thought about the rock because when I think action I think of like now in 2020 I think of the rock but I was looking yeah. at his films and I was like mm. Not good. Do any of his films make it in? But then it might be an Adam Sandler thing, no? For me, like for, like I did for the comedy one. So he's got a decent catalogue of films. So does that mean he deserves a spot? I don't know. I don't so know. What what sort of films then were you considering? So obviously the three three or four fast films he's in. Um, yeah. The um. He's in the the Scorpion King. Yeah. Uh, does Jumanji count? I guess that's like comedy action. Yeah. The um, skyscraper, skyscraper, yeah, the one with the gorilla. Come on, what it was called? Uh oh, um, Decent. rampage, rampage, 
Rampage. Um, San, San Andreas. San Andreas. Was he was in G.I. Joe. Was that what was I'm thinking about? Maybe. He in G.I. Joe? I think he's in the second G.I. Joe, I believe. And that was okay, I guess. I prefer the first one. I feel anyway. like in, in the films that I've seen he's in, I've also, I also watched a film that's on Netflix he's in called Faster, which is a blatant sort of, well, I think it was trying to play on the popularity of Fast and Furious, although it's very different. Um, mm-hmm. But he's, he's generally all right. Dwayne Johnson one. What, yeah. sorry? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. He, he's generally quite good in, in the films, even if the films themselves aren't that good. Like, I don't know, he's got a certain charisma that I really like. Yeah, I agree and, with that. But I think we have spoken about, like, we, we wish he would show a bit more range. But I suppose in the action film, you probably don't need to show that much. Do you? Yeah, I don't think it's yeah. massively conducive to it. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, he showed a bit of range in, uh, I guess you could say Jumanji. You know, he was playing slightly against type. Um, really? Well, he, he plays like a he, yeah, but he meek, meek, meek young boy, doesn't he? Mm. I would say so. Yeah, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't um, deny him entry to that. Um, mm. So when you're evaluating a action film, then what what is it that you're like? Yeah, that makes it sick. So I think so. Um, I'll tie into this because I've watched I've, uh, the last couple of days. I watched um, Casino Royale, which is the first James Bond film I've ever watched, and I yeah. watched Mad Max, um, okay. which are both like pretty um, highly critically acclaimed. So when I'm watching an action film, obviously the action sequences they got to be sick and whatnot. Yeah. Like good editing and all that crap, um, but I also think it has to make sense. <laughs> and a lot of the time, yeah. watching action films, they don't really make sense, and I don't really know what's going on, which is what happened with Mad Max. I think, like, yeah. action pieces and whatnot, action for all the action, music, everything like that. Mad Max is sick, but for pretty much all the film, I didn't have a clue what the fuck was going on. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I've seen it twice, and I. I and I'm like, I don't really know why, why there's a car chase, why someone's spray painting their mouth gold or silver. Yeah, and yeah. I don't, yeah that's the moment. thing. Like, yeah. everyone keeps raving on about it, and I'm like, I was like, nah, this this film ain't it. That's the thing. Like we, like we that, go on, Chris. Go on. I was gonna say, isn't, isn't Mad Max meant to be like more of like the journey and how like crazy the world's got though? If you're taking it for face value of what it is, that's why they yeah, do. Yeah. That's that's why they do all the stupid crazy stuff. Like yeah, so yeah, it's post-apocalyptic, which I think is is cool and fine. But like, um, all I know is all I know from that film is that the world the world ran out of water, and then that's it. I don't know what year it is. I don't know. Oh what yeah, makes suppose, yeah. Going nuts, like people, them it, them, Nicholas Holt's character, all of them lot. I don't know why they're like that. What why they need blood bags and whatnot. Um, why they're talking about Valhalla, and that, which is Norse mythology. <laughs> but they're yeah. these guys like sound like American and stuff. I don't. I, I wouldn't Austra- know. It's set in Australia. Is it? Is it, um, is it a sequel, Mad Max? I think so it's a reboot. There was three. I think there were three ones with Mel Gibson: yeah. Mad Max, Mad Max Two, and Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, I believe. Or maybe Beyond Thunderdome is the title of the second one. I don't know. And then yeah, then they did this one, which again, I yeah, fuck knows whether it's. Sidequel, prequel, sequel, reboot. Oh, fuck knows. But for you guys, how important is it that you 
give a toss about any of the characters like is that important to you that you know you connect on at least some level with tom harley's character as a way in i think it adds value to the film i think i think you you need to connect with in, in pretty much any film you watch i think you need to connect connect with at least some of the characters otherwise you don't really care about what happens and i think you need yeah. to like them i have to care about what happens to the people in it or you know what's happening okay it, it loses it loses a lot of value like so for me like these days maybe when i was younger it's a bit different but these days like if i can't like relate to or or like immerse myself with what they're doing then like the story's a bit pointless to me and i just lose interest yeah i feel like it's got to be an a to b kind of linear story they can be all the tangents they want and i've got to kind of empathize with the character a little bit mm. unless they're just unless they're just absolutely crazy but even the crazy characters tend to have a like point they're trying to get at even if it's just a mental point do you know what i mean yeah so what what films can you think of chris where like you know it's an action film but you at least on some de- to some degree cared about what the character was or doing Sorry, you're going to have to pause that question for a minute for me. All right. Okay. I'll Same go to you then, Obes. Um, John Wick was the first thing that came to my mind. Okay, interesting. Yeah, why is that? Shit. Because I gave a shit so, about it. But those films are very, very thin on plot. The first one they is are. someone kills his dog. Yeah, but I felt that. And it's, his wife, because the first like 10 minutes of the film, his, this guy, his wife dies, and then they kill his dog. So immediately you're like, ah, oh. especially if you like, um, well, I'm not particularly fond of animals, but especially if you like animals, like you immediately think, oh man, this guy's like feeling like he's going through it kind of thing. So then you empathize with him. So then you're like, all right, fuck everyone in this film and he's going to kill everyone in this film. <laughs> <laughs> that makes you happy, do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, that was the first thing I thought of. I think also like even just beyond the character of John Wick, like Keanu Reeves, like people actually really like him you know just as an actor like he's not in you know he's not the best actor but for some reason like he's got this sort of cult status and the fact that it's he's keanu reeves people probably like oh yeah i want this character to do well um you know but you said about casino royale so how did your viewing of casino royale compare to mad max then i think it's way better i think it's i think it's way better even though like um i've never watched james bond before so i didn't really know uh, what to expect and it wasn't anything re- like Daniel Craig's uh, version of James Bond wasn't anything that I thought James Bond was like or would be like it was a lot more like he's not um, I wouldn't say he's like conventionally conventionally handsome like he's not like a pretty boy like which I would have thought James Bond would be um, in terms of like fighting stuff he was really like um, uh, hands on which I would just assume James Bond would just be like you know pistols and stuff yeah uh, and then, like, I don't know, he seemed very... This might just be a, a typical James Bond thing, but he was quite, like, a um, uh, mysterious kind of character. That might be a typical James Bond thing. I don't really know. Um, yeah. So, like, I understood what was going on for a start, which I had, which <laughs> I had, that, I had that over Mad Max. Um, and it wasn't... With Mad Max, it was a lot of just, like, like stuff was happening, cars were crashing, explosions and stuff which is great, you know, that, that's the sort of film where you can turn your mind off and just, you know, 
Um, you don't really have to think about it and just watch it, and that, and it's cool. But with James Bond, it was a lot more like um, there was a nice little subplot going on. So like with the gambling and stuff, and he was like playing mind games with um, Le Chiffre or whatever his name is, and obviously yeah. like a little have a little subplot with um, uh, Vespa and stuff like that. So there's nice little little bits there to add into like the actiony stuff, and even in yeah. James Bond, not loads of action like most of it's in a casino which is mm. great and there's like a nice bit of dialogue but it wasn't it wasn't um it was well uh well paced i thought yeah i, I think that's that. one of my favorite ones yeah yeah casino royale sick was the first one i saw um they seem to be going like casino royale was sick quantum of solace which is the next one was shit then skyfall was pretty good and then spectre was average um okay. but, to watch them I'll start watching them now. Wait, what's the what's? Oh no, I don't want to ask who the villain is. Then, um, I was going to say I agree. Casino Royal was by far the the best one of the the latest. Although loads of people proper rave about Skyfall. Mm. Skyfall was good. Um, I don't know. I think maybe they were just a bit like you know you had Adele, and shit. And were like oh my god, it's amazing. But yeah, it was good. I don't think it's as good as Casino Royale. Um, yeah. I think also like it's Casino Royale, the one where they're in Venice, and and he gets absolutely spanked in the balls by that fucking thing that guy's throwing at him. Yeah, yeah. And then that, that, and that building in Venice starts sinking or flooding or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was decent. Uh, see, the thing is, yeah, at the end of this film, yeah, because the film's like two hours fifteen or so, and like mm. um, after they shoot the bad guy, there's still I was thinking like it's only hit the two hour mark. I was thinking there's still bare time left. I was thinking. Something mad is going to happen like the next 10 minutes. I just didn't know what was going to happen. So I was like, from on edge, like, what's going to happen? I thought, I thought, <laughs> Mikhail, um, I thought Vespa was going to like get killed by someone um, on her way to, you know, the bank or whatever. I didn't think she would betray him. So yeah, that was, I, I like that as well. Cause obviously I thought, okay, this film's like going to end on a good note kind of thing. Well, clearly that's not, that wasn't the case. <laughs> so yeah, that was good. So would that one go in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, man. I really liked it. I'm putting it in there. Yeah, I would say so. And I really like the, the soundtrack, the um, the opening song. Mm. Uh, oh, no, Chris, yeah, in the opening credits, yeah. Chris Cornell. Mm. They always do pretty good opening credits to those films. Um, recent one that I think at least you have seen, Obi, is Extraction. Yeah. Uh, featuring Chris Hemsworth, um, produced by the Russo Brothers. Um, it's about a guy called Rake, Tyler, Tyler, Rake. I think yeah. Tyler uh, Rake, and uh, he basically gets commissioned to rescue the son of a prominent businessman. I want to say Indian businessman, because um, his son gets kidnapped. Either Indian. Indian or Bangladeshi, I think. Yeah, I apologise if I've got that wrong. Um, but then, at the same time, someone else is trying to get this kid. And, like, I enjoyed this film. But when you think about it from a plot perspective, it makes no sense. Mm. Like, they've this guy has commissioned two people to get his son at the same time. And then all, all of Tyler's company are killed, pretty much. Yeah. But rather than being angry, he just hands the son back. What? <laughs> it, just... it made him think of his own son. Of his, I guess. So he thought, okay, 
I'll be nice. I don't know. <laughs> it just know. felt a bit contrived. It was like, right, how do we get some action here? Okay, well, we have two people going after the same guy, but they were both commissioned by the same man. But at the end, no one's really angry that half that they were all betrayed. Do you know what I mean? Like, so that's when you think about these action films. You're like, oh my god, that makes no sense. But from an actual set piece point of view, I thought it was really good. Yeah. What's that again, Chris? Chris? Mm, I'm, I'm, I can't hear you, mate. I don't know. Am Sorry. I here? Oh, that's a bit better. Yeah, can you hear me better now? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, that is a pure action, though, isn't it, that one? Yeah, yeah. Exa- exactly. And that's yeah. why, like, you know, I was thinking when I was watching it, I was like, do you know what? The, the action is more important in, than the plot in, in a lot of these films. I mean, there's, it reminded me a little bit of the raid in terms of, like, the close hand-to-hand combat. Um, and some pretty brutal violence, like when he he like proper kicks the legs out of someone, and then like yeah. their head like falls on the like the bit of the step. Yeah. Um, I thought it was pretty sick, pretty brutal. But I think what I like about that film and the raid as well is it's not really fast-paced editing because when that happens, sometimes you're struggling to keep up with what's happening. Yeah. Whereas this, it was like, you know, they've put a lot of time into the choreography. Um, mm. And I think it shows. I um, I agree. Um, I think, yeah, the film's 90% action, 10% story. Um, I could have done with a little bit more story. Um, I think they do try. I suppose the film's only, what, one hour 40? I think they kind of try to build a relationship with the kid, um, Ovi and uh, Tyler. Which doesn't really, doesn't really work for me. Um, but everything action I thought was superb. But everything outside of yeah. the action I thought needed a bit of work. However, yeah, by an extraction too, I'd watch it. So yeah, so would I. Why do you think they started the film towards the end? Like they they did not need that at all because essentially you see that he's pretty much dying. Whereas yeah. You know, if they removed that, then maybe the ending would have been a bit more kind of impactful. True. Yeah, I don't know, you know. I don't know. It's a, it was a weird choice. But uh, do you know what? Cool. I never actually watched the very, very end. Does he die then? Well, he well, falls into a river. But then the, they do like a little montage or whatever later. And the kid um, is diving into a swimming pool. And then he swims back up. And there's a very blurry image of a man about Chris Hemsworth's size. And skin oh. colour, but you don't okay. see his face. So, right. I don't but why he would turn up uh, for the kid to look, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and that's the well, thing. There's a sequel like, on the way there, so maybe we'll find out. I didn't really, again, not that it matters too much, but I didn't really give a shit Chris Hemsworth's character. Like the two flashbacks to his son, I was like, hey, we've well, not really, you know, yeah, we, we know he's dead, but I don't know. Other than that, it was like, they were using that as like an emotional thrust, but I didn't really get it conveyed too much. Um, yeah. But again, the director was a stunt coordinator on some of the Avengers films, um, 
which is interesting because one of the directors of I think it's John Wick and also someone who did Deadpool um, Chad Stahelski and David Leach they were also stunt coordinators previously so it's interesting how like stunt people are are getting behind the camera and then those action films tend to be from an action point of view pretty good you know like we said the close combat um, longer takes Um, I think in Atomic Blonde there's quite a long action sequence where they're going up and down from stairs um so i like that which in comparison to films like the born trilogy if it's even a trilogy anymore um those films tend to be rapidly cut um to the point where you're sort of like disorientated but again i really like the born films as well from an action point of view so i don't know all about particular actors within the, the action genre. Are there any that stand out to you, of like, you know, fe- frequently featuring in good action films? I was going to say Will Smith. Okay. He used to, I'd say. I'd say he's got, I suppose, just because his films tend to double up as, like, sci-fis, so... I suppose you can argue that they're not all action films. Obviously, he's got the three... Um, what's it called? The three bad boys. And the Men in uh, Black? Men in Black, yeah. Yeah, Men in Black. Uh, iRobot. iRobot. Uh, what's that other one? The zombie one. Um, I Am Legend. Legend. Yes. He's made some I mean, sick films, but recent years, I don't think his films... Uh, well, well you, you said bad boys is good, isn't it? Yeah, I really like all three of the bad boys, to be fair. Well, mate, you're, you're in luck because they're making a fourth, so... I mean, actually, oh, I don't want a fourth one. <laughs> That's the thing, isn't it? They come back after, like, 15 years or whatever, and they're like, oh, yeah, we'll do one more, and then it makes a lot of money. Yeah, we could do a fourth. Yeah. Um, well, I think the script's been written or it's in talks or whatever for the fourth one. Okay. And I, um... Oh, go on, sir. No, go on, no. I was going to say, although I've not watched loads of his films, I would say probably um, uh, Bruce Willis probably is one of those uh, action-heavy actors who probably would go into a Hall of Fame, although I've not watched a load of his films, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, I can only really think of Die Hard, but I don't know tons of his films. Jane, like, um, what about that film where he goes back to the past to see his past self and they kill people in the past? Uh, yeah. yeah, that's a good film. I would have said uh, Jason Statham. Good shot. Yes, he was on my list. Yeah, he's got some absolute crackers, like old school ones, like the uh, Crank. Yeah. Uh, what's the other one I watched? Uh, what's the one where in the film, like a kid gets his neck like broken on a pavement, and that's like the premise of the film. He's gone, goes after someone. I think I watched that in Nigeria. I don't know what it's called, though. I can't... It's not The Mechanic. It's not Homefront. It's... Uh, every other film I can think of. Oh, sugar. What's it called? Oh, I was going to do Park. my own. But it's Transporter Parker. as well. Huh? Parker. Is it Parker? Well, I'm just yeah. naming films that I know he's in. It's either Blitz or Parker. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's in some pretty good action films. And he, I think he does a lot of his own stunts because he's got, like, a martial arts background. Um, mm. 
But yeah, I'd put him up there. What about Liam Neeson? Oh, good shout. Yeah, I was gonna, I was, that was my next one. Yeah, his um, you know, certainly his later career <laughs> with the Taken films and then taken on different forms of transport, like <laughs> non-stop, and unstoppable, and we can't stop. And will it to ever be fair, stop? Star Wars is pretty action, and he's in that as well. Like yeah. in, well, later in the film, I wouldn't say the beginning of the film is action, but very. He, he must be technically gifted at fighting at this point. <laughs> yeah. What's the What's uh, the one where he loses his memory? Um. No, or his wife, or his wife forgets about him, forgets who he is. Yeah, I, I know the one you mean. I've seen it. No, anyway, anyway, it's not not relevant. Uh, I'm gonna find it. Insult the oracle. Um, while you're talking, um, I was gonna say. Even though I've only seen one of the films, um, Tom Cruise slash Mission Impossible, maybe, might be worth a shot. Yeah. He's, what yeah. was that film that we used to watch in English that was really good? Um, the Little Sky? I don't know. No. Um, it, it's oh, like, no, that's another film. Um, but um, no, it's he, um, Minority Report. That's pretty Oh, yeah. Well. Good one. Yeah. Yeah, he's in loads. And he's in Jack Reacher as well, which I the first one I yeah. think is sick. The second one I think is oh, shit, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise there. Yeah, Tom Cruise, definitely. Uh, especially as he does like all his own stunts and he ha- and he hung up a plane for one of the fucking scenes in in uh, Mission Impossible. Didn't he like shatter his knee or something like that? Yeah, he, he was yeah. jumping from one building to the other and as he landed, he like shattered his knee and he carried on doing the scene. Mental. And apparently, if you really, really watch closely, you can see that he's like hobbling afterwards. <laughs> That's so funny. That's madness. Cool. Apparently, um, he's been given the go-ahead. Um, NASA said he can go to the satellite to film Mission Impossible Twelve, whatever the one we're on wow. now is. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus but, Christ! But apparently, he's been given the go-ahead. I don't know if it was a joke. Maybe, maybe I saw it on April Fools. I don't know, but apparently, yeah, he's been given the go-ahead to do that. That sounds pretty dangerous, I'm not going to lie. But, right. um, yeah. What about... Um, well, we already, said, we already said Terminator. For me, Terminator 2 would go into a, a Hall of Fame. I think I'm from 6. Terminator 2, um, Terminator 2. Is that the one with the police robot? Yes. Yeah, that's a di- yeah, it's good, that is. I like no, that that's, one. The only, that's one of the only ones I've not seen. Oh, man, it's really good. Mate, I'll tell you what, yeah, the fucking TV series is quality as well. I've got the DVD. I've just never watched it. Well, the TV I series. Think, yeah. It's good, man. I think okay. certainly, like, the, the later Terminator films definitely kind of go more interaction than, like, sci-fi. Mm. Because the whole kind of... Um, what, what do they call them? What's the thing called? Plusnet or something? No, Skynet. Skynet. Yeah, something like that. That, you know, that kind of takes a back seat to the later one. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I've got one. Um, well, actually, let's get the obvious ones out of the way. Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. In the 80s and things See, like that. See, do you know what? I don't, I don't really rate them. Sylvester Stallone, but I'd definitely put him in there. Yeah. I mean, you know, again, just like sheer amount. And like, you know, um, the first Expendables was quite good. Um, mm. I'm sure like the Rambos are all right. Um, I in terms of um, what's his face Schwarzenegger like Predator's good. Um, Is it the last action man? 
Yeah, he's in tons of stuff. True man. Lies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, what's yeah. that film he's in with Danny DeVito? Twins, Twins I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. It's one where he gets pregnant as well, which I think is quite funny. I think that's <laughs> twins, isn't it? Is that I twins? Thought was, I thought that was twins. Oh, okay, maybe it's twins. Yeah, that film's funny. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I was trying to think of, like, females that would maybe be included. And I actually thought Angelina Jolie. Oh, good shout. Yeah, that's a shout, she's in Tomb Raider. Tomb wanted... Mr. and Mr. Mrs. Mrs. Smith. Yeah, yeah man. Salt. Yeah, good shout. Yeah, she smashed it for ages on the, um, the uh, action front. Yeah. Would you say... Oh, no. I don't know. Actually, no. Tell her that. What? No, I was going to say Jennifer Lawrence, but not really. Hunger Games, maybe, but not really. Yeah. I guess nah, Red no. Sparrow, but that's more of a thriller, isn't it? Mm. I'm trying to think. Hmm. I was going to say Shalice Theron but she's only in two films really that I've seen that are action What's anyway Comic Blonde um, and Mad Max yeah 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 did, did, any, did, did either of you watch that new film she's in on Netflix with um, Seth Rogen uh, well, uh, Long Shot yeah yeah that was okay it's decent yeah, yeah. it was alright wasn't it yeah it was alright um, I also think an interesting one is um, like Asian cinema so you got like John Woo films He, I think he might be from Hong Kong let me just google that so I don't get it wrong um, but he's done films that hard boiled um, they're just like you know yeah he's from Hong Kong like yeah just really good action films that a lot of so that was from the 90s a lot of action films after that sort of borrowed some stylistic elements they, they call it gung fu because there's a lot of guns and shooting and stuff and just kind of wild, bloody violence. Um, and then, I watch, you know, martial arts films like Enter the Dragon, which has got Bruce Lee in it uh, from the 70s. I watched that, and that was all right, actually, um, considering it looked hella dated. But, but um, yeah, again, it's like, you know, people doing their own stunts, like different styles of fighting. Um, and like I've mentioned, The Raid and The Raid 2, uh, Indonesian films where there's some like proper proper brutal violence in that um but i think in some sort of sadistic way uh watching action films i don't know about you guys but you know sometimes the more brutal the action the kind of more entertaining because i think you always need to push yourself you know filmmakers need to push what what they're showing because if it gets too similar then it'll get a bit boring yeah, I agree. I agree. Chris, can you mute, mute yourself, mate? I'm really far away, sorry. All right. Um, are there any other films or kind of... I want to kind of delve into kind of click... Uh, what am I trying to say? Frequent kind of plot points. Are there any similarities across the films where you're like, oh, yeah, you know, action films generally include that sort of plot or that sort of character or that, you know... Um, I feel like they often have the lead characters action films are often like um, I think like I said about James Bond like emotionally distant sarcastic um, go it alone type characters yeah um, what else what else I said, 
I said that there's often something to do with So you insult, you know, Angelina Jolie is revealed to be a uh, a Russian sleeper agent, and it's like, oh, okay, she's got to kind of come to terms with that. You got Jason Bourne, it's about who is he because he doesn't remember who he is. Um, you know, in certain Bond films, there's always like enemies from the past that catch up to him. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah, that's that's pretty consistent, to be fair. That's a, good, that's a good shout. Um, well, I was trying to think. Um, I think a lot of time the villain isn't always who you think the villain is. Okay. What's the sort of thinking across that? So, I'm thinking. So even in Casino Royale, um, obviously, the one the villain that we focus on is um, Le Chiffre or whatever his name is, but then. You've got the, um, the what's it called? The uh, twist, I guess, that actually, once you've defeated that one, you still think this woman, Vespa, is still actually working for um, someone who was behind the Shifra and that whole kind of thing. And I think I, I think I, I think I prefer that. I like, I like it when like they pull the wall under your eyes. Another one I'm thinking of as well is, um, this is a bad example, but in Iron Man 2, is it Iron Man 2 or Iron Man 3? Iron Man 3 even. Um, oh, yeah. How, um, what's, his, what's the geezer's name, the terrorist? Uh, Killian. Killian, yeah. And obviously that's a cover for um, uh, the oh, other no, Killian Killian is the Killian is the Mantis, isn't it? Mandarin. Mandarin, that's it. Mandarin. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the same in um, the film the film I watched faster with Dwayne Johnson that he goes basically he goes off he comes out of prison and then he goes after the people that kind of put him in there and killed his brother um and then there's a whilst the film's going on there's a, a hitman who's trying to kill Dwayne Johnson's character uh, and then it's like a bit of a you know they meet each other at the end and then he goes do you know what I can't be bothered um so the hitman sort of like goes to walk away and then the cop turns out to be the one who hired the hitman and ordered the execution of his brother and you're like what the whole time so also um crap what's that film uh memento oh yeah i've never finished that that's sick yeah that's a good yeah that film's sick um i also find like in some action films there isn't really like what a specific enemy like it's just sort of like Bear, you know, there's always there's just like tons of people that just come out and they work for some big organization or some Russian. drug lord or whatever, and yeah. and they just again John Wick. There's like what millions of assassins who are trying to kill him and um, Triple Frontier. Um, I don't know if you've seen that one with Ben Affleck oh. and Oscar Isaac. Like there's there's like a drug oh, yeah. lord. And you, you like that film, Glenn? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Did you? Okay. Yeah. Did you not? I thought it was fine. I just kind of expected more because the cast is really good. Yeah, same. I was, it, it surprised me because, I mean, they killed the drug lord pretty quickly. Mm. And then I was like, oh, where the hell is this going? And then obviously then they crash and shit happens. But the thing is, the action was more at the beginning and then it's more about them, their journey across the mountains, isn't it? Yeah. So it was, a, yeah. it was a strange one, but I did enjoy it. Mm. Um, 
Yeah. Any others that you want to mention or any particular, you know, things that you enjoy or, or any like terrible, <laughs> terrible action film? Well, I was going to lead on to this. So obviously um, I was trying to think of like directors and stuff. And the first one that popped into my mind was Michael Bay. Oh, and I know, I know, I know. And obviously he did, the, I think he did the first two bad boys or at least the first one, which I enjoy but then I thought about the Transformers films and I was like, oh, there's no yeah. way. I Doesn't he do Pain and Gain? Is that him? Oh, yeah, that film's, oh, that film's so crap. Yeah. And um, he did um, Six Underground as well, didn't he? Yes. Which I think I he's... Mean, he's, he's definitely he got a, a style of just yeah. bombastic explosions. Yeah. Yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> what about... Um, oh, mm. Would you say Tarantino is an action director? Action film director? No. No? No. What films are you thinking of when you say that? I don't know. I'm just, cause I haven't seen it, but I was thinking, um, uh, what's it called? Kill Bill. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, what's the one with Jamie Foxx called? <laughs> what the hell is that film called? Oh, Jamie Django. Foxx, Django, that's the one. Um, and uh, I haven't seen it, but I, I thought I would I would have assumed Inglorious Bastards was a bit of an action film because it was war. But obviously, I've, I've never watched it. But yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like the, those films have action in them, and Kill Bill certainly, like the first one, is 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 an action. It's a martial arts film, so yeah, you could say that is an action film. Um, you know, he's heavily inspired by you know martial arts films of year of yonder. But I don't know. I think. I would say that he's more of his directing style is more of an auteur. He like picks and chooses the genres and types of films that he liked as a child or growing up, and he uses them to create narratives. So like you know, *Inglorious Bastards* is a war film. We obviously war has a lot of action in it. So whether you consider, I would consider war films a separate genre. Okay. Um, *Django Unchained*. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think he's drawing on black exploitation films, so mm. I guess there's there's an inherent action there. Um, but it's also western, isn't it? Yeah. And again, westerns often have a lot of action in them. But are, are they a separate genre or are they a subgenre of action? I don't know. I think again, that's the thing. Like a lot of these things, you can argue one way or the other. And you know, I think a lot of the films I thought of, I ended up deciding actually that's a thriller film because you know the plot was more about the conspiracy or the the betrayal rather than like the action so the ones that i you know wrote down your john wicks your born some bond films taken it's more like there's a there's a inciting incident and there's like a, a plot throughout but for me the action sequences were the main points and therefore that's why i was like okay these are just pure action movies okay. um, but again like that's what i, I you know, you you can argue for days about it. You know, you said Terminator. Is it sci-fi? Is it an action? It's both. Even Predator. Is it thriller? Is it sci-fi? Yeah. So I think the action genre is probably one of the broadest. Mm. Um, what about um, Harrison Ford? Okay. Or what, what, Indiana Jones? Indiana Jones. I mean, you could include Star Wars, but obviously that's more of a sci-fi. Um, 
Um, Blade Runner, I guess, is more of a sci-fi as well. Um, and there was one other film on Expendables. So maybe. Mm. Actually, no, it's more. I would say it's more of a sci-fi actor, actually. Yeah. Slash adventure. Yeah, adventure. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good kind of genre. So it's, it's a tough one to, to kind of really drill down on, isn't it? Um, if, someone, if someone said to you, um, it's like say an alien comes down from Earth and says, um, define an action film for me, one film, what film would you tell them to watch? Um, I would say probably like John Wick 2. Mm. Just purely because of where these like side shooting common. Yeah. No. <laughs> so fun. No. <laughs> um that's just thinking it off the top of my head now, I thought of two. So I would have said expendables. Yeah. Or um although I've only seen the sixth one, but in the sixth one they showed um they showed clips of the first one. I'm gonna say Rambo. Rambo okay. six outrageously <laughs> is outrageous. Really? Does so, he just like yeah, kill would, bare people? Yeah, literally. And he literally, he literally, um, Rambo literally puts his chest, <laughs> puts his hand in someone's chest, and rips their heart out. Like literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh dear. dear. Wow. What about so, what, yeah. what about that Vince Vaughn film? Uh, Cell Block ninety nine or something. Yeah, I, yeah, I get that's got some pretty brutal action in it. Um, again, that's I would, I don't know. Yeah, again, it's again, it's debatable, isn't it? Is it is it a crime yeah. film? Is it a drama because he's like been betrayed and stuff? Oh, we're, we're we're really gonna split them into them genres, are we? Action, well, no, crime, this, drama, shit. Right, this is um, this is what I'm saying. Is you know, I'm I'm not saying there's a correct answer either way, but you know. That's the thing with a lot of these films. That there's there's a lot of debate there. Um, it's just whatever kind of side of the fence you fall on, or whatever you're using true, true, criteria. True. Um, yeah. I would also say, you know, if an alien came down, I'd say the raid because that is just ninety minutes of someone going up and down some stairs, killing people. So the, is the raid um, essentially the same as that the other film, the uh, the one with the guy with the red helmet on? Um, uh, Judge Dredd. Yeah. I guess there's similarities, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, it's funnily enough, so the guy who made the raid, I think is Gareth Evans. Yeah. So he does, he made the film, the film, he's made the TV series Gangs of London, which has just come out. Okay. And I've only watched first episode, which is 90 minutes long, my goodness. Oh, wow. I know. But, um, Good effort for sticking with it, mate. <laughs> People who have watched it have said that if you enjoy the raid, you'll enjoy Gangs of London. So if you want to check that out. Okay. So what did you think of the first episode? Um, the fight sequences are pretty sick. Not going to lie. Um, they're quite, um, they're well edited. I would say well choreographed. Um, they're realistic as well, which I think is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a nice little, so they put a nice few little um subplots in the first nine minutes just to think because it starts out basically this gangster dies um, and his son is trying to find out who killed him and he, they, his family they run like all like the 
I'm guessing drugs business in London or maybe in the UK for sure. And basically, yeah, he stops all production and all every, all everything, money laundering, all that going out. Until, he says until everyone finds who killed my dad, nothing's happening. Everything stops. So now yeah. everyone's getting a bit a bit agitated and edgy, and you there's little like um, uh, what's it called hints to as to who might killed him, but they throw it in like three, four different directions, so you're not entirely sure. So yeah, it was decent, decent first ninety minutes, I would say. Okay. Um. I'll probably keep watching it. I watched um, The Raid 2 the other day for the first time. And that film is two and a half hours long. Ooh. I was like, wow. But it went quite quickly because, you know, they, they, there was a bit more plot to this one. But um, the action was pretty consistent. And like you said, realistic and just mm. fucking brutal. You, like, you just, it's unrelenting. There was like a 10, 15 minute fight scene between the main character and a guy in the kitchen. And they were literally both so sick. Just I don't know. I was just like, felt like I hadn't breathed in all that time. Um, so, I was going to say, quick question: Does length of like does length of an action film matter to you? Like, do you think it should only be a certain amount of time? Because, or do you think like, because um, I was thinking like James Bond, for example, the new James Bond that's a, that was supposed to come out this year was going to be two hours and forty minutes. Yeah, and I was thinking for an action film, that's a lot. <laughs> but then those sorts of the James Bond films in particular do tend to have quite meandering plots, don't they? There's always like a couple of subplots and like a bit of, you know, skullduggery and stuff like that. So there is a, a fair amount of plot there. Whereas something like, I don't know, John Wick, you know, you can contain that within 90 minutes because it's just he's got one aim and then that's yeah. pretty much it, you know. Um, so I think it does depend. I think if you're going beyond two hours, you've got to, pretty, you've got to justify it pretty well um because they are quite taxing to watch you know if there's a lot of high octane action you can sort of be fucking knackered watching it um so getting you know towards the two hour mark people are probably gonna need a break if it's you know constant yeah what do you think i agree with you to be honest i think there's only so much especially well for example a film like mad max um, I did get a bit I was a bit like wrap it up kind of towards the end yeah. it is literally two hours pretty much of non-stop balls to the wall action basically yeah. and it's a lot to handle like with James Bond like you say there is meandering side plots and like there, there is like a little like exact foe the pacing is good so it, it doesn't matter as much that it's two hours plus but yeah, yeah there are some films that I think you need to have a there needs to be a limit so what are your guys favourite style of action films if there's you know if there was like the ingredients from the best action films you could pick and choose what would mm. be your like ideal action film in terms of maybe who's in it kind of how long it is key features of it so for me i'm max two hours absolutely max two hours yeah um i think i like the john wick slash extraction style of fighting like good lots of hand-to-hand combat i think is good yeah um, not too many explosions because they get a bit boring after a while. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I um, like inventive, oh, yeah. inventive kind of deaths. <laughs> inventive deaths. I, I, I like, I like like a mystery to it. Like, I like there to be action, but I like, like I said earlier, like I like an A to a B, but like, like 
I would prefer not to know who the villain is. Mm. Almost okay. so like almost like a crime action. I think I'm more into these days. Mm. Like, yeah. Uh, what's it like? I suppose Jack Reacher would be one of them. Like, I really like the first one. The second one, not so much. But that kind of premise where he's like, he's got a mission. Don't quite know the end of it. And then eventually you get to the end. They don't need to win, but as long as they get to the end, kind of thing. Mm. And then, like you said, Obes, I like, I like, I like. It has to. I feel like for me, for it to be a proper action, it has to have like three action scenes, like big ones, or like not big ones, but like there has to be like at least three action scenes, like hand-to-hand combat kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, I agree. What about you, Gun? Um, similar to what you guys have said, um, I think. When I was doing the, you know, watching some films for this, for the purpose of this pod, I was I was, I was more attracted to the ones that were 90 minutes. I was mm. like, Do you know what, yeah, I can smash out a, uh, an hour and a half. Um, but I think for me, it'd fall into two extremes. It'd either be like ensemble films. So I think there's a lot of action films where there's a lot of actors, you know, famous actors in it, like Triple Frontier. You've got Ben Affleck, Oscar Isaac, um uh you've got chris uh charlie hunnam i think his name is um yep. and then obviously like the expendables and things like that um or the complete reverse where it's just like the focus is on one character and it's them just going through trying to get to their conclusion mm. again whether that's like you know angelina jolie and salt or jason bourne or you know something like that so they're two extremes but they're the ones that I enjoy the most, I think. And and again, certainly recently, it's more about the, yeah, the combat, hand to hand, pretty cool. I don't want all this rapid editing where I'm like, I don't know where I am. You've gone from the roof to the floor to the window and the, yeah. Um, can I just give another couple shouts for uh, not maybe not Hall of Fame, but just I think action films that are really good. Sure. Um. Uh, the Equalizer. Um, yes. Okay. Yeah, great show. Would you put Denzel in there then? Because he's done things like Man on Fire, um, American Gangster. Yeah, taking a pen and one, two, three. Oh. Is taking a pen and one, two, three in action though? Well, I would say it's more. I'd say it's more of a thriller. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a sick uh, film. I don't. I don't disagree. Yeah. That is a fucking sick film. Yeah. Oh, isn't isn't he in the film with Tom Cruise as well? No, he's not. He's in a film with Mark Wahlberg. Maybe that's what you're thinking of. No, wait. Hold on. Marky no. Mark's probably a good shout for an action yeah. hero, isn't he? Not, his, not that his films are particularly great. Certainly in a lot of them. Volume. Yeah. Um, oh, and Kingsman, I think. Is a, I, like, I really like Kingsman. Okay. Both of them. Like the first one. Do you know, I know we always end up going on to them. But I'm surprised that no, neither of you have said, like, argued the case for a superhero film. I, I was, I, I, <sighs> self yeah. separate genre. So I yeah, kind of I agree. The side, obviously, like we say, there is obviously they are filled of action, but I, I would rather we did our own a separate episode on superheroes if we were going to do that. Yeah, okay. I 100% agree with that. And actually, I was actually thinking about this. The, what one bar bar like obviously Infinity War and um, Endgame being like full of action because there's like it has to be. 
what other one would you say is constant action really and that would probably be like either civil war or avengers 2 wouldn't it or um cap 2 winter soldier that's pretty yeah that's yeah. Cool. Cap 2, yeah yeah anyway you're right we should i feel like that should be a separate genre altogether especially these days when they've got like within the matter of 10 years they've probably got like 40 films under their belt okay any well like, should, we make, should we make that our next episode then yeah a superhero one fuck it yeah, yeah why not mate we love and it been, love to be, oh, i love that I, love I was that. thinking there are for me at least two clear uh avenues Wait. of superhero films you've got obviously the mcu mm-hmm. just in itself so all 24 films then you've got dc and then mm-hmm. you've got everything else. So, and the everything else would include Marvel films before the MCU. Oh, mate, I've been waiting to watch all my films. I've been waiting. I've been needing an excuse to watch all these shit films I've bought. Oh, so, mate. so, do you want to do you want to take that one, Chris? So you do Marvel before the MCU. Okay. Where oh you've my got, God. What you a know, slog this is going to be. The the five Spider-Man films. Um, the Mate, I don't, I don't. I don't think you realise what films I've got. I've got fucking Nick Fury. I've got the Blade films. I've got the Blade DVD. I've got the Swamp Thing. I've got. Uh, oh, mate. Oh, mate, I've been waiting to watch these. Oh, <laughs> <all right. laughs> all right, so you're gonna do, you know, non MCU, non DC, then, Chris. Yeah. Obi, which one do you want to take? I feel you're probably more DC than I am. Um. Yeah, I'll do the DC because I've got um, I bought the Superman films the other day, so I want to watch those, the old ones. Okay, and yeah. I will I will try and find well because we can all talk about MCU. I'm gonna try and find alternate alternate superhero films if that makes. Sense. Oh, okay. So you're doing alternate. All oh, right, right, right. So what, like glass? So, and stuff like, that. like what? Sorry. Like glass. Yeah, Glass, um, Brightburn, um, there's one called Super, which is by James Gunn. Green Um, Hornet. Yeah, so I'll I'll try and find kind of... There's a film that I want you to watch, actually. Uh, I've got the DVD. You can can definitely find it online for free. And there's a second one. And I actually think the first one's actually fairly decent. It's a real basic superhero film. Okay, that's cool. Oh, mate, you get to watch Kick-Ass as well. You're a lucky bastard. (laughs) We can watch whatever oh. films we want. I'm not saying you can't watch. Oh, uh, mate, of those don't ones. you worry. I'm watching. I'm. I'm. Well, we got seven days to our next one, probably. Well, we did. We we had two weeks in between these, so we could do two weeks again if you want, and then that gives us, you know, quite a long time to watch a decent amount of. I mean, I don't know about you, but I ain't got fuck all to do, so I could probably watch. I think I would struggle to watch quite a lot in a week. Yeah, I need to finish my MCU rewatch as well, and then I'll move on to DC. Oh, okay, then. All right. Then. All right, two weeks. What's the, what's the film that you were suggesting, Chris? Uh, is it Superheroes Must Die or something? I think you've told me about this. Actually, it, like it is a, it, you got to take it as it's an old film. It's basic. It's made by like some guy who hasn't done very well. Um, and it was it's a it's a decent. Uh, it's got you'll probably hate it. It's got a four out of ten on uh, IMDb actually. <laughs> Maybe I watched it when I was really bored. But it is a real basic film. It's an hour and 20 minutes. Okay. It's got one really famous actor in it. Oh, two, actually. 
hour and 20 can't complain with that really mm. yeah it's got it's got james uh remarin don't know who that is it's the guy who plays um the the techno guy uh, on black lightning oh, okay yeah and it's also yeah, got Luke, lucas yeah. till who who i think played uh cyclops's brother okay yeah. i recognize the name the other guy you'll definitely know, Glenn. I'm trying to figure out what other films he's in that you would know him from. He's in Dexter as the dad. So are we quickly? So what? Wait, so what are we doing with this? So are we are we watching these films and then deciding what ones going to could go into the Hall of Fame? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, I would okay. say, you know, we try and come up with again, like we've done here, like actors, directors, certain I don't know, common plot points or things like that. I don't know. Just try and summarise the superhero genre and then put certain elite films. I mean, we're all going to... Infinity War's up there, right? So we'll try and maybe explore this genre a bit more beyond what, you know, the MCU is. But yeah, undoubtedly, we'll, we'll go back to it. Or oh, I'm going to watch Catwoman. That's some shit. <laughs> <laughs> you got no. Daredevil as well. Who's got Daredevil? Chris? <laughs> yeah, Chris got Daredevil. Watch that. Oh, and Electra. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I've never seen them, but I know they're shit. I've got Punisher as well. Okay. I've got three of them, I think. Good effort. All right. Well, that was our action film exploration. Wait, um, hold on. Does Mortal Kombat count as your one? Would that even count? Is that superhero? Mortal Kombat superhero? I don't know. I'd say that's more martial arts, isn't it? Yeah, but they've got like superpowers, don't they? Mm. I don't know. Anyway, carry on. Sorry. Yeah. But I mean, uh, listeners, if we've missed out any actors, actresses, films, directors that you want to think should be part of a Hall of Fame, then uh, tweet us at YSC Podcast 17 or on all other platforms under Ravage Critics. And uh, join us in a couple of weeks where we will discuss probably our favourite genre. Yeah. <laughs> Superhero podcast. films. It's going to be so long. Isn't it? <laughs> we'll make it longer than Endgame. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> All right, cheers. Peace. Bye.